Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Privacy is Power by Carissa Valise, an associate professor at the Institute for Ethics in AI at the University of Oxford. This compelling book is an eye-opener, revealing the pervasive invasions of our privacy by surveillance capitalism. Valise offers a comprehensive analysis of the threats that unregulated access to our personal data poses to individual autonomy and democracy at large. She meticulously explains how our information is being used to shape our decisions, for profit and sometimes nefariously, by an array of actors that include not just corporations and governments, but criminals as well. As readers, we are guided through the philosophical, technological, and practical facets of digital ethics, and most importantly, we are equipped with the tools to protect our online selves. Privacy is Power is not only an essential read for those who are concerned by the rising incidence of their data being under constant surveillance, but also serves as a critical wake-up call for those who believe they have nothing to hide. Veli's, whose work has graced the pages of The Guardian and The New York Times, offers not just insights but also practical and actionable steps that can be taken to reclaim control over personal data. Whether you are an individual trying to understand the significance of digital privacy, a concerned citizen pondering over the implications of data exploitation, or simply someone seeking strategies to safeguard their privacy, this book is an invaluable resource. Join us as we sum up the key points of Privacy is Power and explore how we might navigate the complex world of data and privacy in the digital age. Privacy is Power, Why and How You Should Take Back Control of Your Data. Introduction. The Pervasive Gaze of Data Surveillance. Imagine a world where your deepest secrets, your most intimate habits, and your every movement are an open book to those who wish to exploit them. You don't have to imagine, because this is the stark reality of the digital age. There's an incessant collection of data happening right now, an invisible theft of your personal information, perpetuated by powerful entities that operate behind the scenes. Be it governments or giant tech corporations, the encroaching surveillance has one goal, to harness control. From your physical whereabouts to the most minute details of your personality, all are absorbed into the depths of the data economy. This is about more than just privacy. It's about power, the power to manipulate, to influence, and ultimately, to control your decisions. The vulnerability you face isn't merely a personal concern. It scales up to a systemic threat. When your behavior becomes a commodity, democracy itself is put on the trading block. Increasingly, choices are shaped not by the will of the people, but by the agendas of those who wield their personal data as a weapon. This wake-up call serves as a rallying cry. It's time to reclaim our privacy. To undermine the pillars of surveillance capitalism, we must first acknowledge the preciousness of our privacy and then take decisive steps to protect it. By restoring the sanctity of our personal spheres, we can begin to safeguard individual freedom and secure the foundations of democracy. Insights from the past shape the future of data privacy. When delving into the concept of personal data, 
one might draw an unexpected parallel to asbestos. Yes, the hazardous material once heralded for its fire-resistant properties now serves as a cautionary tale for something seemingly unrelated, our personal information. Much like asbestos, the dangers of mishandling data were not immediately evident, but now, understanding the toxicity of data misuse, it falls upon us to confront and control it before the consequences become irrevocable. Meanwhile, the seemingly benign gadgets in our lives quietly morph into sentinels. That kettle in your kitchen, for instance, might have the capability to do more than whistle when your tea is ready. It may also be reporting back on your daily routines and preferences. The Internet of Things, everyday objects connected to the web, has expanded the surveillance matrix to a stunningly pervasive level. The road to ubiquitous scrutiny didn't appear overnight. Rather, it's been paved across decades, slowly escalating to what's arguably the most extensive mass surveillance regime in history. It may have started with incremental erosions of privacy for the sake of convenience or security, but we now find ourselves in an era where the curtain of mystery is pulled back with little hesitation, understanding the gravity of this predicament. Reclaiming control over personal data becomes more than a quest. It is a vital necessity. It is about re-establishing boundaries, reinforcing personal autonomy, and reinvigorating the democratic principle of individual sovereignty. As we move forward in this digital epoch, it's imperative that we keep in sight the true value of a private life, a value that transcends any data point that could be ascribed to it. Part 1. Welcome to the new reality of constant digital scrutiny. Have you ever felt a slight shiver down your spine when an advert for something you just mentioned pops up on your screen? Or have you been taken aback by the news of devices like Amazon's Alexa inadvertently sharing private moments with people you never intended? Unfortunately, these incidents aren't just flukes. They're just the tip of an enormous iceberg floating in a sea of corporate surveillance. Let's glance at an ordinary day in this era to understand the depth and breadth of privacy breaches that have become normalized under surveillance capitalism. The core message here is, your privacy slips away with every step you take and every click you make. Beep goes your phone alarm, and just like that, your day kicks off with a digital witness to every moment. From the second you connect with your phone, data about your waking time and location starts flowing to not just your telecom provider, but to the manufacturers and an array of app companies. If you strapped on a smartwatch to monitor your sleep, it's collected data on your rest patterns, heartbeat, and potentially even your intimate moments hasn't gone unnoticed. Picture a casual breakfast while catching up on the news or shows on your smart TV. Without your explicit consent, your viewing patterns become a treasure trove of data, dispatched to the TV manufacturer and countless unseen corporations. Researchers have discovered smart TVs communicating with hundreds of IPs within mere minutes of being switched on. It's not just the television. Every connected device, from your gaming console to your digital reader, and yes, even your seemingly innocuous smart kettle, is a potential informant in the comfort of your home. When you step into your car, the data collection doesn't hit the brakes. Your vehicle keeps tabs on more than just locations. It can record your weight, eye movements, musical tastes, all part of the data deluge. 
Upon arriving at work, as you sift through your emails, consider this. Around 40% contain trackers. With a single click, your digital identity is further exposed, allowing entities to shadow your internet footprints. In this brave new world, pervasive surveillance isn't dystopian fiction. It's the mundane fabric of 21st century existence. While entirely escaping this digital watchtower may seem fanciful, it's not utterly hopeless. We can still grasp at remnants of privacy with a deliberate choice and conscious effort, steering clear of the omnipresent gaze as best as we can. Part 2. How Google's Business Model Turned Your Personal Data Into a Goldmine Take a moment to transport yourself back to the simplicity of the 1990s, a time when technologies served a singular purpose. A car was just a mode of transportation, and a television simply broadcasted shows. Back then, the personal data that echoed from our interactions with devices was largely ignored. It was mere data exhaust, not a commodity. But as the dawn of the 21st century approached, everything changed, and it can largely be traced back to the actions of one tech giant. Google stands as a pioneer in forging the path toward what we now refer to as surveillance capitalism. It's the transformation of data from waste product into treasure. Google discovered it was sitting on a gold mine when it linked personal data to targeted advertising. It wasn't just about what their users searched for, it was the pattern of thoughts, desires, and behaviors behind those searches that held the real value. Suddenly, users' digital footprints were creating profiles for sale. Profiles that advertisers were willing to pay handsomely for. This innovation wasn't just profitable, it was revolutionary. Google's income skyrocketed from a modest $19 million to a staggering $3.2 billion in the span of four years, an increase that can't be ignored. This success served as a vibrant signal for other companies that the real money was in mining personal data. With Google's blueprint in hand, the entire digital landscape transformed, and soon even traditionally analog industries wanted a piece of the pie. Nike is a prime example. They didn't just make shoes, they started making smart shoes to edge into the booming data economy. Therein lies the essence of surveillance capitalism, the intertwining of business with surveillance, with data rising to become the economy's most precious asset. This paradigm has twisted the role of citizens, turning us from consumers into the consumed, our data stripped and sold as the hottest currency. But at what cost does this come? The price, alarmingly, is our privacy. It's a steep levy, one that individuals and societies should not be compelled to pay. As we acknowledge the economic metamorphosis driven by companies like Google, it's also time to question the ethical implications and long-term effects of treating personal data as nothing less than digital gold. Part 3. The Leverage Game How your data equates to control your personal data, trivial as it may seem to you, is the lifeblood of a burgeoning economy that thrives on influence and control. Just as you'd trust a close friend with sensitive information, assured that they will use it for your benefit, the transaction of personal data typically doesn't come with such loving intentions. When others, especially corporate entities or unknown third parties, hoard your data, it isn't for your benefit. It's wielded as a tool. A tool that holds immense sway over your decisions, 
The value of your data lies in the power it confers upon whoever possesses it. These third parties deploy your data with two primary motivations. The desire to influence your behaviors and to profit from you in some way. Let's explore the multitude of ways your data can be wielded. Imagine an online world tailored to tap into your vulnerabilities. Targeted advertising does just that, using specialized knowledge about you to present ads designed to strike an emotional chord. These may appear harmless, even helpful, but they can influence significant areas of your life, from your purchasing decisions to personal relationships. The influence doesn't end at commercial interests. As demonstrated by the infamous Cambridge Analytica scandal during the 2016 U.S. election, personal data can be used as political ammunition. By identifying those who are most susceptible to persuasion, personal data can fuel propaganda campaigns, manipulate opinions, and swing electoral results. Beyond influence, discrimination lurks. Invisibly, consumer rating companies compile scores on you. These scores affect how you're treated by customer service, determine your product return eligibility, and more. It's an insidious form of discrimination, as these scores are not transparent, and opting out isn't a viable option without disconnecting from society altogether. The data economy perpetuates inequality by using your personal information as a means to sort and stratify. The erosion of privacy reaches beyond personal inconvenience. It undermines the very essence of freedom, equality, and the democratic process. In today's datafied world, caring about your privacy is tantamount to defending your agency. Every piece of shared data has the potential to chip away at your autonomy, elevating the need for vigilance and protection of your personal sphere. Without such safeguards, the balance of power shifts dangerously away from the individual, reshaping society in ways that may be imperceptible at first but are profound in their impact. Part 4. The Dangers of Data Why a Regulatory Approach to Personal Information is Vital At first glance, asbestos might seem very different from the data discussed in our modern digital dialogues. Yet, when you take a moment to ponder, you notice striking similarities. Asbestos is versatile and fire-resistant, and was mined extensively before we truly understood its lethal effects. It's the same with personal data. Its versatility and potential to predict and influence make it appear invaluable. But its mishandling can be profoundly harmful. This is where the notion of personal data as a hazardous substance comes into play. It needs to be managed, controlled and regulated to prevent calamity. The concern is genuine and pressing. The world has witnessed the aftermath of data negligence, the havoc it wreaks on lives and the chaos it can induce in society. Why? Because businesses historically haven't been motivated to secure the digital vaults holding user information. Cybersecurity is expensive, and thus far, when data breaches occur, it's usually the individual user who suffers the consequences, not the corporation. Take the 2015 Ashley Madison data breach, for example. This incident blasted open the private lives of millions, triggering an avalanche of personal crises, from destroyed marriages to tragic losses of life. Yet surprisingly, the business itself endured and persisted. The stakes of leaked information are high for everyone. Your financial details floating in the wrong hands could spell disaster 
and a passport scan could mark the beginning of identity theft. Personal data isn't just a liability, it can be lethal. A grim illustration is the role census data played during the Second World War. The Nazis harvested this data to hunt down Jewish populations. In the Netherlands, where religious affiliations were recorded, the Jewish death toll was staggering. In contrast, France's privacy laws, which prohibited such data collection, meant that fewer Jewish citizens were located and murdered. Privacy isn't solely about protecting our missteps. It's about shielding ourselves from the potentially malevolent intentions of others. So long as our data is somewhere out there, we remain at risk, uncertain of who might claim it and to what nefarious ends they might employ it. Like asbestos, the dangers of data can no longer be ignored. It's time for governments and society to recognize personal information as a substance that must be regulated with utmost seriousness. Holding data entails responsibility, and it is high time we establish stringent safeguards to protect individuals from the toxic spillage of their own digital identities. Part 5. Challenging the Accepted Norms of Digital Privacy Picture yourself walking down the street, a shadowy figure tailing you at every turn. Visualize flipping through the pages of your diary, only to find unfamiliar eyes scanning each confession. What if your letter carrier sifted through your mail, extracting each personal detail? In the tangible world, such actions spark outcry and are often met with legal repercussions. Yet, curiously, when similar invasions occur in the digital realm, they're met with a shrug, accepted as the norm, and even heralded as the backbone of the online economy. But why the dichotomy? Tech giants have carefully crafted the story we tell ourselves about privacy. It's a narrative colored by their designs and ambitions, one where privacy is an antiquated concept and surveillance is the new frontier of innovation. We bear the responsibility to tear down this narrative that big tech has spun so cleverly around data privacy. These tech behemoths have expertly woven a tale where their creations appear as the unassailable march of progress. To question, resist, or oppose them feels tantamount to rejecting the future itself. However, the trajectory of technology is not as fixed as they would have us believe. Public opinion and regulation heavily influence the path it takes. Remember Google Glass? It vanished not because it was inferior tech, but because people roundly rejected its invasive nature. This clear reaction reaffirmed that no technology is written in stone. Public and consumer voices can and do shape progress. But then comes the argument that innovation is intrinsically linked to the unfettered collection of personal data, that data regulations would stymie the technological advancement. What is missed in this conversation is nuance. Yes, some data is necessary for the functionality of services. To navigate you through traffic, your map app needs to know your location. But there's a vast chasm between functional necessity and the voracious data appetite that sees our entire digital lives as up for grabs. So, it's worth questioning the prevailing rhetoric. Are privacy and progress truly at odds? The answer is no. With thoughtful regulation, we can strike a balance where personal data serves the progressive development of technology without commodifying our lives.
it's time to resume control of the privacy discourse, to insist that our digital experiences can be both innovative and respectful of our personal boundaries. Let's remind the architects of the digital world that their creations must coexist with the values we hold dear in the physical one. Our stories, our narratives about privacy must be reclaimed and rewritten with our own collective voice. Part 6. Crucial Regulations for a Safe Digital Environment The whirlwind advance of technology has outstripped regulatory mechanisms, leaving our lives and governing systems vulnerable in the wake of the tech industry's rapid expansion. Tech firms, true to their mantra of moving fast and breaking things, have reshaped our world before laws could catch up, disrupting not just markets, but personal lives and foundational democratic processes. Despite their robust appearance, the giants of technology are perched atop a precarious foundation. Our data. A few well-aimed regulatory measures designed to protect privacy could bring the entire edifice tumbling down. It's no surprise then that companies like Google are spending heavily to shape policy in their favor. Yet, laying down robust rules for the data economy is not just feasible, it's essential. We can collectively fight for our rights and begin to frame a digital space that respects individuals' autonomy. To say we need to heavily regulate the data economy is an understatement. It's a call for swift, decisive action. At the forefront of the regulatory battle is the issue of targeted advertising. Touted as a dual victory for advertisers achieving efficiency and for consumers seeing only relevant ads, it has instead fostered an environment of rampant surveillance and manipulation, undermining our democratic ideals. Research even suggests that the purported efficiency of targeted advertising may be overblown and could represent an immense squandering of resources for a marginal gain. In addition to tackling targeted advertising, there's an urgent need to outlaw the sale and trade of personal data. The thought that someone's deepest tragedies or vulnerabilities could be turned into a product for trade is profoundly disturbing. This commercialization is not only a severe invasion of personal privacy, but it can have dangerous consequences. Consider the tragic case of Amy Boyer, whose life was cut short by a stalker who located her using information bought from a data broker. To anchor these industry changes, we must advocate for the irrefutable right to manage our digital footprints. Consent must be explicitly sought and granted. Access to view and challenge the accuracy of our data, coupled with the ability to erase it, must be within our control. The call to heavily regulate the data economy is loud and clear. It is a rallying cry for the protection of personal privacy, for data autonomy, and for the forging of a digital landscape that respects the individual at every bite. It is an imperative not just for our digital lives, but for the preservation of the freedoms we hold dear in the physical world we navigate alongside the digital one. Part 7. Practical Tips for Safeguarding Your Digital Life Inside the data centers of tech behemoths like Microsoft, operations teams don't just keep an eye on their systems. They monitor how the public feels about their technology. This is a telling detail. Public sentiment is crucial for the seamless operation of technology. Similarly, the surveillance economy hinges on our collective acceptance and behavior. 
If we start to prioritize our privacy in earnest, the current status quo will be forced to evolve. So, what can you do as an individual to shield your privacy in this interconnected world? Take a moment to ponder before sharing online. Reflect on the potential future uses of the information you're about to post. Once it's on the internet, it could remain there indefinitely. As a basic precaution, the less you share, the less ammunition you're providing to those who might misuse it. Next, investigate alternatives for your most frequented apps and services. Privacy-conscious options exist and are often just as efficient as the mainstream choices attached to tech giants like Google and Facebook. By choosing services that respect your privacy, you're protecting your data, and encouraging the growth of ethical technology. Routine digital maintenance goes a long way. Periodically reviewing and trimming the apps on your device, archiving or deleting old files, and tightening your privacy settings all act as preventive measures against data breaches or leaks. By adopting these practices, not only do you protect your current privacy, but you also lay a foundation for a future where your data doesn't come back to haunt you. Your digital habits shape the legacy you leave behind. As such, it's essential to cultivate an online presence that's as secure and private as possible, ensuring that your personal information remains exactly that, personal. Final Summary In this new era, where our digital shadows are cast far and wide, we stand at a crossroads. One path meanders toward a dystopia bathed in the glow of screens, where whispers are documented, movements are tracked, and human experience becomes a tradable currency. In this world, the notion of privacy is eroded to the point of extinction, as personal details become fodder for the highest bidder. But there is another road, one less traveled, but filled with promise. This alternative path leads to a destination where the tools and technologies designed to enrich our lives don't double as watchers over our shoulders. It's a place where the sanctity of personal space is protected, where businesses honor the individual, and where exploitation is replaced by empowerment. The decision we make now is critical. The omnipresence of surveillance threatens the very pillars of freedom, equality, and democracy. It's time to rise up against the tide of surveillance capitalism and champion a future where technology aligns with our most deeply held values, where your privacy is preserved, not plundered, the journey to reclaim our privacy and renegotiate the relationship between tech giants and consumers begins with the choices we make today. The time for change is now, and it starts with us. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.